Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, for this episode, I did something a little different. I went ahead and cut the episode down a little bit to keep the meandering to a minimum and to keep the pace up. Um, I also added a little bit of sound effects when I thought they were appropriate and a little bit of ambient music as well. Again, thank you for tuning in. Um, me and Drew are doing our best to try to be uh, better every single time we go on and to make sure that we're, you know, a little bit more entertaining and as informed as we can be. Thank you so much, guys. Good, we're good. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Arnie Diaz Show. Live, not for kids and or adults. My name is Arnie Diaz. This is Andrew Davila. How you doing, Andrew? I'm great. Was there ever a rendition that was going to be for kids? Because I'd really love to see that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, no. I just wanted to be known that this is not for children. <laughs> Not for children. We should, do, we should do a children's version. I'm sure we could, like, the... The, 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 the kids, truth man. about children things, though, is that uh, children's things actually do make a lot... Like, there's, like, the, the most views on YouTube. All kids. All kids stuff. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All kids I mean, stuff. That, it has to be. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like an unboxing of toys and then people just watching video games, man. The kids are just, like, watching people play video games. It's, it's, it's crazy, like... You know, we were kids, we actually played video games. And now like they're like literally kids are just hours and hours of somebody just watching Fortnite or like Minecraft. It's crazy. Anyway, but on today's show, we're gonna talk about good news. Good news. Why? Because good news happens every single day. And there's a couple of these, uh, and all these are gonna come from the goodnewsnetwork.com. Uh, and then in between there, we're gonna talk about Austin. City Council recently passed a resolution cutting the budget of the Austin Police Department by a third, which is crazy nuts. I mean, geez, you mean all the protests happening out there, man? It's nuts. And then we're going to talk you about hear that? what? Do you hear that? It Dude. sounds like it sounds like changes are coming. Ch oh, oh. <laughs> I do believe yeah. so. I do believe so that I do hear. I do. I do hear the faintest. The faintestness of change uh -huh. somewhere. It kind of sounds like uh, like the beginning of an ACD song, like an ACDC song, you know, like. And you know, like we haven't gotten any singing yet. You know what I mean? Like, you know, right? no singing yet. But I kind of hear the. It's just the beginning. Beginning. It's right. It's it's that like right up tempo. You know, change 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 takes a long time, man. Uh huh. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're going to close everything up by talking about, and this is where it's not for kids, wet ass Yep, I said it. Wet ass by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. A wonderful little joint. Wonderful, wonderful. And the, the memes coming off this thing are incredible. But um, the most important thing I want to say when we talk about that conversation, look, can we just, for the love of God, say that women like like, can that just be for the, for what's just acceptable to understand? Like, come on. Dude, the first time I walked into a strip club, I was like, whoa. Whoa. Like, we're just letting this hang out. Like, anyway, hypocrisy. Let's start with some good stuff. Ah, uh, man. Drive-in movies are coming to Walmarts across America, and every showing is free. Dude. Dude, see, I grew up, I grew up in in uh, in Croco Hill, which is on the west side of of Oak Cliff, and Croco Hill is so hood 
that when you live there, you just tell people that you live in Oak Cliff. But one, but, but one day by the grace of God, a Walmart, a Walmart was open just south of Crockwell Hill, right off of 30. I don't know if you know, you know what I'm talking about. The big oh, old dude, super I, 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 Walmart I, that was just planted yeah, right there. And they like built a road. They built this road that like connected, I don't know if it's like Westmoreland or something. And they just like connected it all the way to 30 just to put a giant Walmart right there. It's Cockerel Hill. It's the, they, I, I think they named the exit Cockerel Hill. Yeah. I Cockerel like Hill. doubt that that like street even existed before that Walmart did. Like I will venture to say yeah. the street didn't, Cockerel Hill as an exit did not even exist. Yeah as a street until no it was literally built it was literally built for the walmart it was like a four it was like four years they were building that thing i remember still living there i was still going to, i was going to lee and still living in that area and like it was such a uh, big deal the man ansel jones or was it what's it called like the um the elementary right there uh ansel jones elementary that's where i went elementary school yeah it's right there off of mount pleasant no, wait, that, that's my street that is, uh, if you, yeah, right off of Mount Pleasant, that's the road I lived on. But yeah, it's like right, I actually used to walk to school every day because I was literally just around the corner. I used to live, uh, you know, I used to stay with all my cousins right there, right off of Davis, right next to that little elementary school. And then, uh, I, I dude, I had a friend and uh, no, like if, if they ever see this, it's like my whitest friend, one of the whitest <laughs> friends that I have from, from UTA. And she was just telling, like, she, I was just like, I was asking her like, you know, where do you, do you live in Dallas? Cause she, she was going to a lot of Dallas protests. And I was like, no, no, I live in Cockerell Hill. And I was like, oh, well, uh, Cockerell Hill. No one ever said like, just Cockerel cause like Hill. what you just said opening is like, no one ever says they live in Cockerell Hill. You just, like, you just don't say that. And then, no. and then I asked her and she's like, yeah, yeah, I live in the apartments. Like they built all these apartments behind nice apartments and around the Walmart. And yeah, I was like, oh my God, they built shit right there. The, like, the Walmart? I was so shocked that like a white person was living it, in that apartment complex. Dude, around the Walmart was birthed so much retail <laughs> space. It just rose from the ashes. It was the Walmart, then it was the McDonald's, then it was the Wendy's, and then across the street, they put a Taco Bell. And a gas station, and then it put a. Oh, don't forget the Golden Corral. The Golden don't Corral. Don't you dare forget that Golden, the Golden Corral. Corral. And then right next to the Golden Corral is the is the fucking Water Burger, the only Water Burger, the South Side of Oak Cliff, or near Crockett Hill, right off of Thirty. I know, and then what, what they ended up doing, like, well, I'm sorry, like I know we're talking about this way too long, but it <laughs> no, got no, me no. so excited. Yeah, yeah. They, they like, I was, they, like, as a kid, I was so excited for the Walmart, dude. I was like, fuck yeah, now there's a Walmart. We used to go to that shit. They expanded the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, they, they expanded the Walmart parking lot west, but they didn't build any like real roads or infrastructure. No, dude, it is a full so wheel. to get to the. It is a full wheel, primo, twenty four hour, fucking three acre, <laughs> like eighteen thousand football field, fucking Walmart ass parking lot. <laughs> but the only way to get like to like, the, the other stuff that's over there, like Best Buy and the Bras yeah. and the Lowe's is to cruise through the parking lot, which is like, 
yeah. it's it's like what Morpheus was talking about, like when when he's like highways. There's a scene. There's a scene in Reloaded, which is like great, where she's like, um, "What's uh?" There's a scene in Reloaded. What what, what is that um? That scene where like Trinity's just like. Morpheus, I thought you told me never to get on highways. <laughs> I remember She's the like, look she gave. She was like, Morpheus, I exactly. thought you told me never to go to highways. <laughs> you right. said they would kill us. It was a death trap, you said. I remember the whole line right now. I remember the whole line right now. Um, dude, like, um, but this is amazing. They're actually going to put up giant screens in Walmart parking lot, that giant 14,000-acre Walmart parking lot. And they're just going to show movies for people, man. I was thinking of like uh, what life like I mean like it's funny what this is happening what's happening around the co the country like people just trying to do ingenuity ways to get back to live performance of some kind, but like it's like it's difficult to do it, man. So like all these like it, and like we can't even interact in any way, dude. We can't go out. We can't. We literally can't go on a patio together. We can't go to a bar. So fuck it. Let's get a fucking drive-in movie theater. And what do you have in droves at a Walmart parking lot? Space. Just space. I feel like these Walmart parking lots are gonna be empty enough to like actually put up the screen. I was like, dude, do y'all know that? Like, they literally built a Chick Fil A in this Walmart parking lot. There's no space to put a fucking screen. <laughs> you should just reel it in. I'm gonna read an ex an excerpt here from a Walmart executive. We recognize our challenge our customers and their families have faced over the last few months, said Jenny Wet said Walmart's chief customer officer. And we wanted to create an experience where they could come together safely to create new memories. The Walmart drive-in is one small way we're supporting our communities we serve. You know what, Walmart? I lived off of you for a decade and a half, and I appreciate you, all right? I don't care about all these people talking any shit about Walmart people. I am a Walmart person. I am a born and bred Walmart person. And I speak for all Walmart people and I say thank you for letting me buy shoes, socks, and food all in the same place for a reasonable price. Said my piece. That's great, man. Just uh, Said my piece. in this article, I have one beef with this article right now. Well, before we move on. Okay. And it's that uh, they're, you know, they're, they're telling all the, the movies they're going to play and they put inspiring true stories from Dolphin Tail to Selena. <laughs> well, why did you have to put those two like next to each other? Dude, I would so go watch <laughs> Selena on this fucking screen. Have you seen Selena recently? It holds up. Oh, it always holds up, but it should not be compared to Dolphin Tail. That's true. <laughs> Is that a real We story? should never put it next to Dolphin Tail. It's Dolphin Tail. I don't care if it's an inspiring true story. <laughs> That J-Lo ass deserves more. Good Lord, yes. Yes. Good Lord. All right, oh man, what's next? Okay, so another another good piece of tidbitty news. Mackenzie uh, Bezos. Bezos, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife has pledged, pledged, to give away most of her billions of dollars. She got $32 billion in the divorce to Jeff Bezos, and she's given out $1.7 billion of it. I'm trying to pull up the article, but it's not loading. Here it is. Um, but it, it, dude, 
Isn't it amazing how like one human being can like literally just become this insanely wealthy? Like bro, like, like I'm sorry, $38 billion as part of her settlement. Again, isn't, like, isn't it incredible that we live in a time that one human being, this is a human, this one person, dude, just one use means, right? I, I don't know how old she is. Um, it was a 25 year marriage, which by the way, honestly, if you're married to somebody for 25 years and you built a giant empire, look, look emotionally, like empathetically, like fuck yeah. Like you are part of that success. I don't like, I don't, I, I honestly truly believe that some men can't do it without a woman in their life. You know what I mean? Like you need a fucking- Oh yeah, for sure. Like you need a partner in crime. You need somebody to fucking lift you up, teach you to like, like let you see things that you don't see and just like fucking support you. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. But it is like insanity that one human being can now simply have $38 billion. Thank God, though, uh, she has actually pledged that she will give out most of the money. Um, and she's, you know, dude, due to her word, due to her word, she's given out $1.7 billion since she amassed this money to uh, all nonprofit organizations. That's good, too. Dude, if you think about like what where Jay, uh, Jeff Bezos' net worth would have been without this divorce, it, it, he's already miles ahead of number two yeah and if he hadn't got this divorce he'd be even further along yeah i mean it doesn't even matter at this point because of this he's, i mean he's it, the engine has started like the 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 thing about jet like the thing the, the, he's kind of a case study for exactly what you could be in this country and what and what like the investor class rests you up like if you work hard enough and you put oh. your money your, your work into a stake of something and then you were able to dump as much money as possible into the in investing apparatus of this country it, it it just starts making itself it's a machine and it just prints itself for you for you at that that you know what, man? That's literally what's what's running our country right now. What's keeping us afloat. You know, I had this thought this week about the stock market. I was listening to uh, the podcast, um, The Weeds from Vox. Uh, and this week's episode was, what is the economy? Stupid with the question mark. And they were explaining how the economy works, right? And why it doesn't seem to realize that that like the world right now is not doing really well and America is not really doing too well right now either. But why is the economy looking like it's doing gangbusters? Like it is just off the rails doing really well, right? Well, what um, yeah. what the what what the uh, what they explained and it was uh, I'm sorry I'm an idiot I, for, I forgot to get the actual name of the person on the podcast I could probably look it up in two seconds. Uh, but this, she was a financial um, expert, right? Uh, and she was explaining that the stock market is run by human beings, right? So it's literally an apparatus that is made up of human minds coming together and having ideas and thoughts about one company and another company and kind of like um, making sure that, uh, and, and like essentially it's all a betting pool of people just thinking what's gonna happen in the future. Um, Hey, Drew, I lost your video. You good? Maybe gone.
maybe gone. All right, well, I'll just continue on my thought and may maybe it'll come back. Um, so the invest, so essentially what happens in the stock market is human thought, right? Comes together to bet on several different companies. Well, essentially what's happening right now is that people, you know, just regular people, you and me, um, we're not, like most people don't really know how the government works, right? And in the last couple of years, when the economy went down, eventually the government bailed out the economy. So what's happening is that everyone who is, who is moving the, the actual stock markets, that collective brain believes that Congress is gonna save the economy. So essentially, if it stops, if, 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 the, if that brain ever for a second truly believes that Congress isn't gonna save the economy, we may go down. It may go down completely and utterly, but it seems to be fine right now to where it is. Let's move on to the next article. To view. So this is a really fascinating story. Amazing fungus discovered at Chernobyl could be grown on rockets to protect astronauts from talking from from uh, toxic space radiation. Keep going on that. Cool. All right. So we read a little bit from the article. A type of fungus that uses nuclear radiation as an energy could serve as a possible form of protection, shielding astronauts from potential harm outside of the protective megalosphere and atmosphere of Earth. Astronauts are shown with a 20-fold higher amount of ionization radiation levels that would prove unsustainable without protection. But a discovery at a nuclear accident site of Chernobyl in the Ukraine has offered a possible solution. This is nuts, man. Like, you know, like, uh, honestly, great for like something good coming from something really bad, right? Like, who would have thought uh, a nuclear wasteland? By the way, like, who are, who's going to this thing? I imagine like it's probably students and researchers. So it's researchers from Stanford are just kind of going in to Chernobyl and just, um, it's, and, and, and um, just completely and just kind of like finding little scraps of stuff everywhere uh, and um, uh, making sure that seeing exactly what those things are and seeing if there's any like new ways that it's interacting with reality and the world and physical things. That's nuts. Think about like, like we're, we're definitely going to go to Mars, right? Uh, eventually. And the radiation that comes off of uh, the the sun creates a giant barrier between the earth between the earth and a lot of the planets and that radiation can definitely kill you at some point um hey drew you back um oh, man did you listen to anything that i said <laughs> yeah 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 we, we uh dude i had the best transition for that too i was oh. just like just like uh just like Jeff Bezos, they found another fungus. <laughs> like, 
Uh, it's pretty nuts, though, right? That like, uh, a nuclear wasteland. Yeah, dude. Uh, I can't believe this article as I'm reading it. Like, the... <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty nuts that they are actually able to find a living organism that has just been so used to the radiation out there that it is literally able to live and also block the radiation from being able to go through it. Well, this is great. Did you watch the uh, side note? Did you watch the HBO Chernobyl? I did not. Show? I did not watch it. It was pretty good. And and like you you think like it scares you so much or it scared me so much that I was like, yeah, something something's going to come from this. Some sort of life form <laughs> is going to come. From you don't just fuck with this kind of radiation and like just and then like nothing happens. Dude, There's dude, no way. Dude, speaking of uh, and that uh, disasters, man-made disasters. Um, do you see Jeffrey all of the footage from Lebanon? You see the blast in yeah. Lebanon, the Lebanese blast. You see all the different like yes. vantage points. The first one that I saw was a head-on one on the side of a building. And when it went off, the shockwave, you could see it radiating off. And then you could see the geometry of the shockwave being formed as it was pushing out. Dude, when you can see geometry in a blast in physical form like that, that is insane. Apparently, hey, it there's was... that one, uh, there's that one tower that never went down, right? Like it still stood up. Yeah, that one tower it. right in the middle of it. Yeah, everyone's like saying like maybe it's a, it's yeah. a like, and everyone's like pointing it to the 9/11 conspiracy, saying that it was also blown up but it didn't yeah. go down. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> People are ridiculous, man. Um, also, um. The, the, the fuel uh, doesn't burn down buildings, man. Yeah. <laughs> dude, uh, dude. Let's just start those comments. <laughs> dude, uh, I actually researched it, and it turns out that it was like a giant stockpile of aluminum nitrate that was just left over from a confiscated Russian ship that people had yep. actually been completely warned about, completely told about several times, but no one did anything. And it was literally just a freak accident of a welder not doing his proper procedures next to a fireworks factory that just so happens to also be right next to a giant pile of aluminum nitrate. It was so like what, a disaster. What <laughs> <laughs> Which is completely and utterly like out of this world that that accident has now completely just like almost destroyed the economy of Lebanon and has also made the entire government step down. Nuts. That's insane. Yeah. Have you seen the actual footage? I mean, you've seen the footage. It looks like an insane blast from an Akira movie. It is insanity, oh. man. Oh, it, and, and like just the story that you just told, it sounds like a, a way, like a Looney Tunes thing would end. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. I saw some like, you know, like, hey, look, a big pile of fireworks. <laughs> like, yes, what it, can, look, look, what could I do with this? I mean, like, it just yeah. sounds like an overblown superhero or like a bad, you know, some bad gimmick. Like, it, it looks like something that would have been in Birds of It sounds like a movie. It sounds like a yeah. bad movie. Like it, Harley Quinn found it. No, and it, then 
You know what it is? It is it it is it is a Tom Clancy movie. Oh, I was gonna say it is a Jack. It is a Jack Ryan Tom Clancy joint, right? Where Tom, where like where like Jack Ryan has to like go in and stop Lebanon from going or like a war from happening and like proving the fact that it was actually an accident, not an actual attack from the Russians. You know what I mean? It's got all that. Because it, it's from a, and I can actually envision the book's opening. The book's opening starts with Sunday morning, Lebanese, Lebanese coast, 14 years, four years ago, Russian ship, La Spetsnaz, or some shit like that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And it just turns into this like globe trotting trot of Jack Ryan trying to prove the fact that it was actually an accident, not Russia trying to actually start a to completely dismantle the economy of Lebanon. Isn't it? It's just like a, like, literally, it's just this this year. It's this year. It's, it's like the, it's, it's nice Act call. 15 of this year. It's, yeah, yeah. We just, we, you know, somebody, somebody just left Apollo fireworks, uh, some nitrate over there. <laughs> giant and, pile of aluminum nitrate that just so happened to come off of a Russian ship. It's great. It's just, yeah. just, hey, why not? Why and not? And then somebody it? wanted to have a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a welder. It was totally a welder. Um, uh, but to end the good news portion, man, that's great. I love science, dude. I love science. Love science so much. Let's move to some. Yeah. Let's move to some current stuff. Some current good news in the world. Possibly life. Some, some, you know, some tides of change. Tides of change. Austin City Council votes to cut police department budget by one third and reinvest money in social services. Thank God. Thank God. It took, what did it take, Drew? What did it take? It took couple, like months. Exactly a couple deaths. It took two deaths, two deaths in Austin. It took months of, uh, of, of protesting just create crazy protesting coming out of Austin. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the videos of the stuff going out of Austin. Like the the like for days there were weekends where the police station right off 35. I think it's right off 35, right? That's the the street that goes right down downtown. Right. Yeah, right off of 35. And people were just dude dogging the police right in their faces too. Like literally making like talking to them right in their face like this. And it was just being live streamed all weekend long. And you know, eventually it exploded in the death of uh, one protester. I remember the story. Uh, they were, of course, the cops were just shooting people, directly shooting them with uh, munitions that were supposed to be less than lethal. You know, they were using them the wrong way, bouncing them off. They were supposed to be bouncing them off the ground. They were shooting them right at people's head. And one person goes down, dies. And then I think it was due two weeks ago, two weeks ago, that. Um, his name was uh, Garrett, right? Forget. Um, a protester. Yes, his name was Garrett, right? Uh, he was a protester who like been there for a long time, and people in the community of the protests knew who he was, right? And him and his girlfriend had been out there all the time. Uh, I think you were telling me that uh, he would be walking around with a with a gun on his side. Yep. To stipulate that, hey, uh, you know what? We are all. Black Lives Matter protesters, but you know, uh, us liberals also like to are okay with gun rights, you know, the Second yeah. Amendment. Um, and there's two conflicting stories about how he died, right? 
There's the one story the cops tell which say that uh, the guy driving who actually drove into protesters felt threatened by him by Garrett pointing the gun at him and then shot at him because he felt threatened. And then there's a second story that the protest that a lot of other people who were there also witnessing state that Garrett was just walking towards the vehicle because the vehicle was actually uh, going to hurt people. Uh, and then the guy just comes out and starts shooting, right? You know, who knows what the actual story is? It's, you know, it's difficult to say things in this time, but I took all that. And now Austin's making at least a change, right? Uh, kind of a, a, you know, a small change from it. Um, so this article comes from the Texas Tribune. Please support Texas Tribune. Journalism is an incredible resource and a change agent. I would implore you, give them a like. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit from the article here. Uh, the Austin City Council unanimously voted to cut its police department budget by $150 million on Thursday after officers and the city's top cop faced months of criticism over the killing of an unarmed black and Hispanic man, the use of force against police brutality protesters, and the investigations of the demonstrators' fatal shooting by another citizen. Those criticisms coincided with protests across Texas and the country calling for reforms on police tactics and the defunding of law enforcement in favor of redistributing funds to social services and alternative police safety programs. The council's move makes Austin the first of Texas' four biggest cities to drastically cut police department funding. The share of the police department budget that was cut is among the largest percentage decrease in the nation this year. Thank God. <laughs> it's incredible how much it took, right? Yeah. It, it is astounding, astounding how much it takes to really change like an apparatus that heavy, that strong and that old. You know what I mean, man? Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see that Austin, you know, obviously uh, Austin should be the first one since they are the most progressive city in our, you know, in our state. And uh, I'm glad they're doing something. I'm pretty sure Houston did a big chunk too. Where George Floyd's from. I'm pretty sure oh, they, they did a big chunk too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, but I just, I just think there's enough money that backs Austin. So many celebrities and stuff, you know, live in Austin that even though it is so much smaller, you know what I mean? It's it's so, so it is, much smaller. It, it, it's Austin's, Austin's pretty small. I mean, compared to DFW, compared to the big cities in Texas, it is quite, quite small. Yeah. yeah. It, um, uh, um, but like, you know, side note about Austin. It's funny, like I know a lot of people from Austin. And like one time we were driving across Austin and everybody was just complaining about how long it was going to take. And I was like, guys, like this is down the street. What are you talking about? Like I'm from the DFW. We fucking drive for like 40 minutes or like 30 minutes on the regular just to see people like. Yeah. I mean, come on, not that far. Not that far. Um, you and I are about an hour away. From each other. Like exactly an hour away, and I would totally not bad anything to come see you if it wasn't COVID. Oh, no, no. Like, hell yeah, dude! I go to I, I do I would go to Fort Worth on a regular, at least once a week. Yeah, not that far, not that far at all. Same same with Deep Ellum. Like I would you know go to Dallas in a just on a weekend or For a sure. weekday. Yeah, you yeah man, like it's not that bad. Like we're used to driving. Dude, honestly, I'm actually used to driving down to Austin. I'm cool with driving yeah. down there. 
free like i could drive down there it's nothing it's literally that three hour drive is almost like nothing to me now it doesn't take any energy from me out you know what i mean i could just do it and that one day it does suck coming back because like it's usually after i'm doing stuff i'm just like tired you know <laughs> like maybe a little strung out <laughs> but austin will do that to you but I, yeah. it, it just it's just astounding how much stuff has to happen for things to change i like but you know on the other side you got to be happy things are definitely changing things are happening and it just sucks that like it has to like have to have this giant overarching narrative of like just mistakes made on the cop side investigation side and then life dude life why does life have to be taken man i know it doesn't have like why does it have to be so hard why why does human life have to be the price it sucks so bad but it's just the it's just the system that we're in man it's just such a such a such a harsh system to move right because it's completely like just stuck i also feel like there's definitely like um if you look at the the protest like stuff from austin you can see how like um the 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 police apparatus in austin is actually very filled to the brim with hardline people like i'm not gonna call them like racist outright right but it's like you feel the tension that like surrounding these big cities like i'm not just talking about austin like it, like you feel like uh, like any big city in, in the nation that's had uh, a a big protest a lot of their police departments have people in them that don't live in the city you know what i mean like it's it's yeah. people who live from the outskirts. Like it's almost it's almost 50-50 of people who live from the outside of the city and, and who, who come and work as police officers, right? For sure, you're, you're totally right too. I mean, like so many of them come from Round Rock or San Marcos. It's like they come all the way from those those outskirts, which um, that, that was a big problem in Dallas. Like none of the Dallas police officers actually lived in Dallas. They all lived like just what we were just talking about. They, they all lived. 45 minutes to an hour outside of Dallas because that's where honestly like for the what they pay and all this stuff the pay grade the pay scale that they're on that's what they can afford 100 it's 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 just uh and you know in the parts that you <laughs> the parts that they can't afford in Dallas that those are the you know those are the places that cops know to stay away from yeah so. for sure for sure I don't know. Not to harp on Austin. I 100% want to say I do not live in Austin. Never lived in Austin. May live there one day, probably. I don't know. Uh, but uh, if you live in Austin and I'm talking about Austin and, and I'm saying some dumb things, just say something. Please call me out. I always want to be called out. Because, look, guys, I don't know anything. I really don't. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a dude. Just a dude who reads a lot. Um, but again, man, like I, I, I'm glad change is happening. I'm confident that more change will come. And like, I don't know if you've noticed like what's been happening, bro, like especially in Chicago, there are large populations of this country that are not okay with outright, with like straight up police brutality anymore. And anytime something pops off, the powder keg blows again and there's protests. Like it seems to be having that kind of progression now. Uh, like it's happening in Chicago and it's really happening in places all across the country too. So like it looks like we're we're like entering into this phase where protests are going to arise when there is a problem. 
an in your right. face can't deny it issue um and you know i don't know i don't know what that looks like in a couple months a couple years but if it's changed like this fuck man like if that's what it's gonna take you know like at this point i think it's time that like we just start to realize that this is the world we live in you know like for myself i've always like been I've, like for a long time like for the beginning like the last two three months i've just been like oh we're gonna be fine we're gonna be fine but like i keep saying myself to comfort to comfort myself but like i really need to start just telling myself like yo this is it dog like this is it we right. are here dude like like times have changed we are different and we are not living in this world this world and this world is changing and this world has people that want to make things happen. And it's uh, time to kind of just be okay with that. Get with the program and do what you can, everybody. Please. Speak up or go home to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think the strength of this country is every individual person doing something to better themselves and their community. That's good. That's a good line. Repeat Sick. that. That's it. That's it. Like the future of this country is based on individuals, individual citizens doing everything they can to better themselves and their community. It is no longer about a higher power helping us or hurting us. It is now all about individuals. Um, we just got to do our own thing to keep moving forward. Because um, like the central government is currently in a stalemate and our economy is literally not understanding what reality is and there's still a virus so you just gotta do you guys i that's actually what i, I wish that like there was somebody like we should that should be the message everybody just do you as much as fucking possible please Please. I also want to buy a billboard that says exactly what you just said. There's still a virus. <laughs> like I want to buy like at least like three billboards around the DFW that just say that. There's still a virus, guys. Yeah. Please. Like God. Like that's what this country needs. That's what this country's built on. It's built on individuals just doing their stuff. There's a reason they say that small businesses are the backbone of the country because it's literally the backbone of the economy. It's all the individual <laughs> countries. Like sorry, all the individual companies come together to make a larger portion of the actual country. So it's actually entrepreneurs, people individuals just putting the bootstrap together and like making it like just doing a thing making a thing just literally that that is what runs this country like right now everybody needs to do their part man everybody do your work do your share whatever barney song that was oh yeah <laughs> what everybody do your share clean up clean up everybody do your share Dude, I used to love Barney. I'm, I'm gonna just say it right now. I was a kid, loved Barney. I love me some Barney as a kid. Good, yeah, we all, we all, we all did, man. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put Barney up. I'm gonna put a picture of me holding Barney as a kid when I put this on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, uh, so Austin. I'll put Barney's on my top three pedophiles that I loved as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and they all killed themselves. There was a lot of suicide. You remember that? There was a lot of suicide with Barney's. And Ch <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese mouses. Mice? Sorry, mice. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese mice. Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, Chuck E. Cheese. All right. So let's move on. 
Thank God. Uh, hey, good job, Austin. You're getting Rogan. You're getting Rogan. Police reform. Tesla's coming in with 5,000 jobs. Dude. Good luck, Austin. Good yeah. luck. I'm going to be in you soon. I might even move there. Honest, Honestly. If Rogan's there, shit. I might. I might do it, man. All right. I might. Let's talk about some wet ass <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i think the, the a lot of people have been talking about this across the internet uh cardi b and uh megan the stallion which i've never heard of megan the stallion but hell yeah that's a good name have you ever heard of megan oh no she got, she got that uh she got all these tiktok songs man these girls are all over tiktok right now man okay uh, good 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 for them man do tiktok cardi, B, cardi b's of the old generation that we still know of Megan Stallion is is totally new new, and she's uh, the new new. Unless you, uh, I, 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 I have not downloaded the TikTok app. I do not know anything, but I, I do know that. Bro, TikTok app. I have it on my phone. The, Bro, the TikTok app. Like, it, you can get lost in it, in a scary way. And there's definitely been times where I have actually fall like 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 got caught in like a fucking twenty minute long just TikTok thing. Like as soon as you get past the the thoughts, it there's some interesting stuff on TikTok. <laughs> so I want to play just because I first of all just want to say vehemently, vehemently, will fight for the right of Cardi B to write, release, and make more of this music. <laughs> Everyone know that, <laughs> and I want to I want to salute that by playing a little bit of her song on this live stream. We do not own the rights to this song. I said, so yes. Seven days a week. Love it. Wet Love ass it. Pussy. Make that pull out. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Let me stop that right now before we get, before we get, before we get distracted a little bit. So like, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the coverage on this. It's like everywhere. Did you see the video? It's like a Willy Wonka. It's like a Willy Wonka factory video. Dude, I have I have the video popped up. There's one thing about the video I wanted to, I wanted to show the people. Um, <laughs> there is CG butt everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. And then the beginning of the video, dude. The beginning of the video it is so, dude. It's like I'm I'm playing it right now. It's like it's like this. They they go into this mansion, right? And at the front of the mansion. As the camera goes and like this pan shot going in, it's a fountain and it's just these two naked ladies spinning around and there's just like water coming out of the out of the nips. And then yeah, like the and doors open up. sculptures in the in the hallway, like yep, like you're buffering off. Yeah. So people are watching it and seeing it. Yes, it is quite wet and gushy. Then <laughs> they say wet and gushy instead of pussy. Instead of wet ass pussy, it's wet and gushy. I'm really afraid that I'm going to have to explain to somebody that WAP means wireless access point, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. pussy. <laughs> they've taken it. They've taken wireless access point from the, all the IT professionals. Does <laughs> 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 that mean that when you call it, when you call why does it want my, it, it says that the WAP is not connected. Why does it want to connect with my WAP? <laughs> <laughs> wait 
<laughs> You're gonna upgrade our WAP? You can't go to Best Buy for that shit. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta come in. And we gotta we gotta we gotta upgrade all the WAP. Every WAP in this building, all this enterprise. We, we got they got a five hundred thousand budget to redo the WAPs in this whole building. <laughs> yeah, we just we just redid the WAPs in our building. We we have over hundred and thirty WAPs. That's a lot of WAPs, bro. A lot of WAPs. You got a lot of computers. Not as good as Cardi B makes it sound. <laughs> Dude, I feel like because of this song, they're going to have to go in there, change all the scripts. Change all the scripts. You just got to spell it out wireless access points that it used to be. That's funny. I'm glad you thought of that because I literally thought of the same thing when I saw that on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like wireless access point. Why did Cardi well, B make so, a song about wireless access points? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this for a second because I have a problem with this because this, I, and I'm, glad, I'm glad it's news. I was gonna save this, but now you're making you're forcing my hand. Say it. Like say it. I'm just saying, like songs have come out like this. Oh yes. I was gonna get to that. Women too. women That's and men songs have come out like this for the last, you know, That's the point. couple couple of decades. That's the point. And they haven't only been male driven, right? No. Uh Lil no. Kim came out like Don't Want Dick Tonight. Um, like back in the day. Fucking fucking uh, um, with the Aon. milkshake. Oh. Big old bossy yard. You know, but like even even more like um, Kia in two thousand one came out with my neck, my back, yes, my yes. pussy, classic, and my crack. classic. Uh, I want to love you, which we some people know as I want to love you. More people know it as I want to fuck you. Yeah, yeah, you uncensored. Dude, great era for just like club bangers, dude. I remember oh, being yeah. like yin yang twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, like, how many times I got in trouble for school for singing the yin yang twins song? Dude, like, I remember when one of them. Yeah, I remember when one of them. I'ma beat that pussy up. Yes, yes, yes. All that, all that. But it was, and then um, my favorite, which was uh, pussy, pussy popping, pussy popping on a handstand. <laughs> like that was uh, that was ludicrous, man. Ludicrous, and that was. A long time ago, man. That was early 2000s. And it was coming on MTV. Yo. <laughs> Yo, Michelle just brought up salt and pepper. None of your business. Yo, what's up? Thanks for watching, oh, by yeah. the way. None of your business. Thanks for watching, Michelle. Yeah, dude. But yeah, like, seriously, like, for decades, dude, for decades, these songs been coming out, dude. And if, and, and uh, honestly, like, if this was, if there were guys singing this song, how many, how many dude rap songs are there in the world talking about the same exact shit? Right? Yeah. Right? Like, they're attacking uh, these females just because they're more mainstream than, they're more mainstream than ever before. And that is a good thing in every sense of it. Like, that, they, they, they climb to the top. Now let them, let them sing what they want. Dude, like, like first of all, freedom of speech, everybody. Let's get that out of the way. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Second of all, look, America, you're asking for too much. Okay, you're asking for too much, too much, too long. Come on, let let people fucking let let people let their flag fly, bro. Just let it happen, America. Let it happen, please. All right. Ben Shapiro, who we all know is, is Ben Shapiro, alt-right journalist type talk head. I used to have some respect for Ben Shapiro, but he has since turned his way all the way to the to the dark side lately. I don't know if you've seen some of his stuff. 
So the medical diagnosis, here, here was her differential. Her differential diagnosis, my wife, the doctor, was either these women are suffering from bacterial vaginosis or a yeast infection, or my wife suggested most probably they are suffering from trichomonas. So just a bit of medical advice. Yeah, put aside the empowerment. Put, I mean, I... So, it's just, so, this so reminds me of when we used to go into tournament rooms and go into uh, booty, 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 booty. rocking everywhere. Rock booty, 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 rocking everywhere. I used to bust out with that. Yeah, okay, once in a while, the <laughs> rat was just hanging out, just hanging out that little, remember that little cubby room? Like in between, oh, yeah. like the end of the hallway, the stairway, yeah, there's that little Michelle, room. Michelle said, uh, Ben Shapiro needs to smoke some weed. Yes, he uh, does. Yes, he does. does. You're right, he Michelle. Does. He does. I, I... Uh, we'll roll him one up for something. For sure. You know, look, <laughs> I'm sure Ben Shapiro is a good father, okay? <laughs> <laughs> a good father? I'm what? sure he's a good dad. <laughs> But like, come on, dude. Like, you just like talking smack about something you didn't even know about. You know what he was explaining about? Let me just dissect what he was talking about there. He was watching the video, and in the video, they open up the doors to this mansion, and just water just spews out. And he just started. He asked his wife what he thought they were telling, they were visually saying in the video. And his wife was like, "Maybe there's something wrong with their vagina." That song is catchy, man. I was I found myself singing that song. Um, okay, so I want to I want to play one more thing just because I just really want to make fun of Brent Shapiro so much. Um, oh, you got somebody, somebody memed it up, took what he said on his show and turned it into a remix to the WAP. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you. Hopefully, the ad doesn't play. First in okay. the ladies and gentlemen, I present to you WAP by Brent Shapiro. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. I said certified freak. There's some seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pull out game week. Yeah. 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 You effing with some wet ass P word. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. Give me everything you've got. For this wet ass p word, beat it up n word, catch a charge, extra large and extra hard. Put this p word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want to ride. I do a kegel. Well, it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This p word is wet. Come take a dive. It continued along. You got that Obama finger going. And it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like a lot more. A lot more. A lot more significantly, significantly more vulgar. This song, this song is the most vulgar thing there has ever been in the world. You cannot, you cannot allow your children to listen to this. This is bad. You cannot let them do this. They are talking about P word. P word. P word. Your impersonation sounds like a white Obama. <laughs> it's awesome. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, sir. You're not wrong, sir. That's exactly why that happened. Uh, yeah, man. Like straight up, like I, all this, like, like I, I believe it is, it is, it is, it is, it is up. Like I think, like, like, like forget the protest. I think if we just like made the education of like not just sexuality but relationships in general a a real like I don't know lesson that is taught 
like maybe not even in school maybe like if we just like as a society decided to just really teach kids about sexuality and about relationships we oh yeah be so damn like scared of it all the time yeah and i believe that if we do that more good would come of that than all the protests that are happening out right now i know that's a, that's kind of a bold statement um but i think more people are are i think more people in this country are affected by sexual abuses and assaults and a lot of that just comes from a lack of knowledge and understanding again i'm an idiot i don't really uh, know what's going on <laughs> no i think that's that's a great way to say it right 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 there like, like i just we need to man like not like like look like you when you grew up and when i grew up like i remember being a kid and being like oh sex is bad we need to wait till we're married because i grew up in texas and like i grew up as a kid here and i remember i remember having to fight through that like I legitimately, as a kid, had a had a had a war with myself about my sexuality. Like I like, look, man, like, se being sexual and sexuality is a part of being human. Yeah. And and we need to teach people that it's okay to feel that you that, that you have that you should have a that like everyone should have. Uh, 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 like an open conversation about being okay with desire. You just need to be cool with it because it's a thing. It happens in humanity. It's it's fucking human. It's it's animal. It's like lizard brain. It's like a, a mechanism that is constantly moving and moving and and it's always affecting our lives and our relationships. And we just need to like, like you know what, like be open about it and just have a good conversation about like how it affects us in a different way. We need to stop like just shoving our kids in, into social circles and worlds and just like make them figure out relationships and sexuality on their own. And like things get really weird because of that, you know, and get real bad too. Anyway, that's my piece on that subject. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you, man. Like, I, I know, and we can't force them with like, uh this like male, I, I know you, you and I both experienced this, this like, this weird, uh, we talking like misogyny. toxic masculinity, misogyny, yes, thank that, yes, thank that, 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 yeah. Um, I think with, with is, both of our brothers, cause our, both of our brothers are almost identical, you know, like they're the same person. They're macho. I think, I think you're, you're split in the two personalities where I feel like mine just merges both of those personalities together. That's a big, that's actually a really good point when you talk about masculinity. And also your older brother, also my older brother. So something about older brothers. Right? The oldest brother as well. The oldest brother is always like high, like, okay, again, I don't know everything. I don't know everything about psychology of brothers and shit. I just uh, know this from experience. Like if there's- you had, a father than, you, had a, you had a father figure too. So like that- Yeah, that's that true. Counts, that's so. true, 100%. That's true. Also not having a father figure, man, that really, that's a, that's another thing about the half is the guys. When we don't have a father figure in our life, things just go bad. They can't. They really can go bad. Yeah. Um. But like, there's something about like older brothers that like the machismo, the the real vitriol of this like the, the 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 wanting to be more powerful than everyone around you like that is really evident in some men and like I've seen it in my older brothers and you know I think I have seen it in a lot of anyone that has siblings. The oldest brother has this like high strung leadership. I'm better than you. You cannot like I, like I am the strongest. 
Like alpha know, male, like alpha male, just toxic energy. Yeah. Like not, not every, not every yeah. brother and all that, but like that, like permeates. We all watch Paul. We all watch Balto. We know the half wolf can take him down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We know. We know. It's the intellect, you know. Um, but that like <laughs> that like infects us, dude. It infects everything we do, man. Um, it does. It, and it, like, it, it it affects who who we become. Because who we come, it affects how people like interact with us, and it has affected people before you meet them. You know, like you know when you when you when you actually like, because like the way you look makes people think you are a certain way, and the way you act makes people think you are a certain way. So that masculinity, that toxic masculinity, that machismo, it affects all that. It's just a system that is just affected oh. by it on a non like on on many different levels man and like and, and like, it's almost like like it's like addiction right addiction is like a thing that some like you know some people are can get truly addicted to things like i know people who can be like really addicted to that things i have a really predictive personality like see it's a personality trait right that they can't change i think that masculinity toxic masculinity turns into that too it turns into a a, a really it's like really big part of your personality that you can't change and it becomes a part of you and like if you really want to change it you have to like see that you may be a problem like if you're coming like if you're the kind of person that like has that masculinity and it causes problems for you you may not know it you know you may not see it that it's causing all these problems for like it's causing rifts in your relationship it's causing rifts in your family it's causing rifts for your workplace because you can't like connect with people like uh, people get stuck in that and they just can't see beyond themselves. Cause I think like it really turns into that to some people. Yeah, did you see uh, Michelle posted like, you know, being a, a female in construction trade, she has to dial down her fem uh, femininity to get respect on the job sites. Alpha type males always have to put, you know, dick. Dick me all the time. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. There's yeah. All, yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely a good point, Michelle. Like, because you know, it goes with the sex thing. I, yeah, yeah. I, I can't tell you like how many like girls that I have met who just like look. It's literally every woman has an episode or a time when they had to deal with men who were just either overly aggressive or had that personality trait, and and like that affects society. You know, it affects the way women are in a big way, and, you know, in a big way. And like you said, there's a lot of women who go through it. And um, I don't think it's there's definitely like males who go through it. And like, I think you and I have like at least spoken it up to our, you know, between ourselves about how like we've dealt with it in our lives. But yep. like a lot of male, a lot of male, like typical male culture would never would never talk about that kind of thing. And like you never realize that you're going through that episode. It's true. And it's yeah. And it's not just like, it's just not, it's not just for women too, you know, but like women, women definitely have this going on every day. And before they it, it on a whole other level. yeah. And it had, you know, before it was, it was not talked about. And so like, we, we need to get, you know, just part of the equality thing, like everything needs to be equal. And like, we need to start, you know, realizing that all this is okay. We need to have these conversations more early on because I can name a lot of, you know, we can name a lot of people who, who probably would have had a, a, a better like life or a, a better beginning because of getting that right out. out I, of I will. I will completely be honest and say that I 
I'm not going to completely blame toxic masculinity. I'm going to blame my er 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 ignorance and arrogance. Um, I, you, I've definitely been uh, a person who is like brought up a negative energy and, an, and brought in problems because of my arrogance brought up from being brought up in that system before. Um, and it's not even just towards women. It's, it's, it's like authority figures. It's people in my life that I love, you know, it's like, I, I have been the person who has just practiced that pattern because it was the way that I was, I thought I was supposed to be acting in that moment. And because we saw it, we saw it before our eyes. And it, yeah, it, yeah. And like, uh, we, it, it, it's like thing that is not just like, and like, I eventually came to understand that I, that I needed to be different to can, to really engage and connect with people. Right. Um, but that took years. Took it took it took a lot of trial and error. Error. It took mistakes. It took really hard moments. You know, um, and 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 it's like there's like years of my life that were robbed away from me because I didn't really understand how to connect with people in an honest, like real to goodness like personal way by stripping away these patterns that were that were instilled in me just from a pattern that I saw um and it's like we're giving ourselves and like like I'm we're having this conversation now but like we wouldn't have had this conversation 15 years ago like no not at all but yeah, yeah. but I feel like there's definitely like we like I we're lucky that we've grown up in a generation that is really tolerant and that's yeah. that's not for nothing like you and I grew up in the in the generation where like we were we were sold the bed of goods. We were sold the like everything is equal, life is equal, like everyone has a fair shot. This country is for everybody. And that's what the young are so pissed off because that's the world that we were sold. Right? But like that's not the world we're living in, and that's not the world that I grew no. up in. And it's right. like, and like we were told that's how it's supposed to be. It's kind of like we were told like fake it till you make it. Like if, if we kept going. If we yeah. kept thinking that having that mindset, we'll all have that mindset and we'll all, you know, and it, it, it's like, it's where 90s TV was, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's 90s TV that taught us like, if we just keep thinking like everyone's happy-go-lucky, then like, we'll, we'll make this world all happy-go-lucky. And I, I think for the most part, like it kind of worked in a funny way for a long time, you know, like between friends and stuff like that, you could be like, oh, I just want to live that, you know, that full house life, that step-by-step -step life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those yeah. sitcoms, you know, like the nuclear I family, just, or, or you know, like you'll have that joke where you're just like, I, I saw this on a sitcom, so I thought it must be true, and you're just like, yeah, me too, you know, like you'll 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 casually run into that, and that's that's yeah. what like society wanted us to do. No, I I dude, literally last week, somebody on my feed posted that I forget who it was posted that they 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 needed words of encouragement for their husband because. He was 23 or 25, finished with school and doesn't have a career. And right. she was begging, asking people to like give words of encouragement, let him know that everything is okay. 
because it's still instilled in him that he needs that like the pattern is you need to have everything you're together you need to have a degree you need to know what your career is by the time that you're 30 otherwise you are you you are done which even that even that in itself even if you figured out your career let's say like i i i i don't mean to like brag or anything but like i i knew where i wanted i knew what path i could have taken yeah to have my career set you know at 26 or at 25 but i questioned it i questioned it because i said to myself i'm supposed to be more stable than this by 30. i need yeah. to get going yeah i need to hurry up and so i said like i'm not making enough money i'm not doing you know i don't think i'm doing a good enough job i should be working harder because i'm told that by 30 i'm, I'm in, in my society I should have all these things. I should have a kid. Yeah. I should have a wife. I should have Absolutely. a car. I should have a two-car garage. And I'm like, that that that's wrong. It's not it's wrong. It's, it's, wrong. Just, it's just a lot harder than it used to be and a lot yeah. harder to keep than it ever has been. Yeah, and so it's just it's just so difficult that like that's what we were like just and it, right, that, narrative, that narrative is was ingrained into you from a child, yeah. from a child. Yeah. I, I have a memory of going to the what I went to the 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 outlets in Waco as a kid, as like a five year old to shop for a, a, a graduation outfit for first grade or kindergarten. And I vividly remember asking my dad. Am I graduating from college? <laughs> it was like, no, son. You're like, no, you're graduating from kindergarten. But like from then, I knew that that was what I was supposed to do and what I need to do so yep. that I can be part of this, so that I can be part of this society, right? Uh, but it is so much harder than it used to be. And like the path yes. to doing that is now a path riddled in debt. Michelle, Michelle says, remember the kissing in the tree song? Like it starts that young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh like, shit, that's so fucking true. Yeah. I remember hearing that song so early on. Then comes I marriage. That, yeah. This is going to be a little gay, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Sorry. It's but like I had my first kiss in pre-kindergarten, not even kindergarten. Like I remember I had this kiss in pre-kindergarten just because I, I needed to get it out of the way because like, just get like, get it out the way. Get it out the way. You, you know what I mean? Like, everybody, you gotta get it out the way. Crazy. What is, crazy. oh God. But yeah, man, um, I just think like the society just does that to people now. And uh, I'm, I'm more happy now that I've shed those thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think what's funny is like, I'm more in tune with those, those thoughts. I'm more in tune as a person now, once I shed, shedded those thoughts, like those negative portraits that they have of you. And like, I, and I finally started to like, just be happier with myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it made me think, wait a minute, I've been there. I've already done this. You know, like it just, it just it helps. It works. It's literally taking the red pill. It is, it is breaking, it is breaking your mentality off of what everyone else wants you to think and putting yourself in a different lane and seeing everything from the outside, right? Because I've done it, right? So I, I, I like, 
I said F you to the degree, I'm just gonna go do what I wanna do and just kind of just learn and do what I want. Um, like I don't have a family, I'm, I'm, I'm young enough to get it done. And like, if I didn't have a family, like it makes it a lot easier to do it, right? But since I've done it, dude, it's just like that. It's like the outside looking in. I don't have debt, but I don't have, like I don't have a degree, but I don't have debt. And like, the truth of it is you can live this way. You can do other things besides going to college. You can go learn a trade. You can go start a business. Like these are things that are doable in this country. And I do say this country is not usual shit. Like we take that for granted so much, we really do. There are more paths to success in this country than a lot of other countries. And it is a crime that we don't really teach our kids and or really push them to other possibilities instead of just like putting them through the one path that is just riddled with debt and uncertainty. Um, and like, I'm like, I'm 30, I don't have anything figured out, but I'm like more happier than I've ever been. I don't have any of those things at all. So like, like we really like need to stop the conversation on like money and wealth and a little bit of power in that. What we need, what it needs to be is happiness first. You okay. need to put happiness first. It's not wealth. I, I think self-worth, self-worth needs to be first. But like maybe, yeah, I, I think it kind of goes with it, man. I think like- to, Oh, no, 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 I think, let, let like, me say, like, they go hand in hand, but I'm just saying like those, those two things just need, like should be at the fair, like the forefront. Yeah, self-worth, happiness, because cause, cause, cause happiness is not the same thing as success. At least if we're talking about the nuclear family and the path this country puts you on, right? It's not, it's not the same thing. Because uh, people who are massively successful talk about how unhappy they are. And they essentially have everything that they're supposed to have. Money, wealth, power, you know. And yet there's people who, like there are people, there are billionaires and rich people who have, you know, commit suicide, have mental illness, and still are not finding their happiness in their wealth. Like there's, like it's, it's very, the path to true happiness is not always the same path of success and wealth. And I think that's that's a that's a really important thing that like I I, I had to learn. I had to I had to unlearn and then relearn with this new stuff, you know? And it's just like the thing that is it's the thing that you're brought up into this world with. It's like a thing that that you're I really I really agree with Michelle. Michelle says uh, you know, being able to say that you love your job feels better than driving a brand new car. Hell, I think that's so true. Yes, hell that's yes. So true because uh, yes. I, I, I kind of like questioned my love for my job a little bit um, right before this pandemic because yeah. it was getting really hard. And I was working, you know, I was working 16 hour days, uh, 70 hour, 70 hour weeks. Like and it, it was just getting a little bit too much for me. Yeah. But then it all got taken away from me. Like it all got yeah. ripped away. Yeah, money, this pandemic be like stripping people. This pandemic really taught me that, like, uh, and you know, getting going back to work and you know the stuff I've been sharing with you, the camera stuff. Yeah. And like, some of this footage that I got, uh, which I, I've been meaning to show you, uh, it's just um, it For just sure. shows you, like, holy crap! I love my job, and uh, I love to teach others. I just love to tell others that I love my job. But you know, sometimes you kind of feel like a little. Uh, it's just like when you say, oh, I got like, I got this brand new car. You know, it's like nobody wants to hear that sometimes, but like yeah. I, I love my job and like, 
I don't know how many people no. actually want to hear that. But like some people, that's like their like goal for the year. My goal for the year is to get a brand new car. That's it. And then I'm going to be, and then that's their like key to happiness. But then when they have it, they have it for a shiny thing, but they don't really have true happiness. You know, that real no. good, that real good, just calm, delicious, just happiness. You know what I'm talking about, man? We can just revel in it. And you just yeah. feel like That's, you're doing your eat. stuff, like you're doing what you want to do. Your soul's, your soul's yeah. being satisfied, that real good stuff. Well, it's just like perfect cereal. You can, if you wait too long, you know, if, if, if the moment's too soon, it's a little too crunchy. But, yeah. you know, if you wait too long, it's just all mush. Yeah. So, but you got to find that, that perfect balance. Yeah. And it's a journey, man. And I think that this country doesn't really set you up on that journey in the right way. Like, yeah, I, I think you, you should be able to like change the way we bring ourselves up in this country to really kind of like strive for happiness, success. Yes. Like, yeah. Feed your family, feed yourself. Like go out there, be a member of society, bring up your community, do all that stuff. But like, like, I think there needs to be more, more emphasis on fine, uh, serenity and happiness in your life. That should be the most important thing. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, good conversations like this are gonna have to help change that. And I, I try to bring that change and shift to the world. I don't think we were supposed to go this long on these subjects. No, no, we weren't. And it's a completely <laughs> different video than it was supposed to be at the beginning, but we're good. I think but that's it, man. We started with good news. We did. That's the point. That's right. And we ended with the fact that we are both changed people and that the world can change, and that happiness is important, oh, yeah. success doesn't always mean that you're happy. Life can be okay with an old white man president and a beautiful black female vice president. It can Great. be happy. Matt, you know what? You don't need the central government to be happy. You can be happy on your own. And that is the key to this country's success. Individual people doing everything they can to bring themselves up and their community. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna end it there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for watching. The R&D show live, not for kids, not for adults. This is my man, Andres Davila. Say goodbye to the people, my man. Bye. Sorry about the technical difficulties. It's all good. We made it through. Thank you for watching. I'm Ardiz. You need anything from me? Please like, subscribe. Uh, look me up on any of the podcasting platforms that you have. The R&D show. I would appreciate a like and a follow. Um, <laughs> Thanks for watching. Michelle, thanks for thanks for watching, girl. Uh we need to have a beer one day, man. Thanks, guys. Hell yeah. Alright. Later. And we're done. And the light went out. That why does that happen? That's so perfect. Every freaking time. That was so good, dude. That that happened that, right when you caught though. Every time. I'm gonna chalk it up to the universe telling me I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I can't wait until the, uh, I can't wait till the battery dies a little bit, like over the year, like over the the year, so that like it cuts us off right at 40 minutes. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. I fucking didn't record the the whole. I didn't record, but halfway through the good news at the beginning, I got most of it. Got all of it. Got all the good shit after the uh, the second article yeah and it'll probably slow your computer down next time just